Hello, welcome to Lights, Cameras, Blokes. It's your boy Sean, coming to you pre-recorded. First off, just wanted to give a big thank you to everybody that has followed us on Instagram at lights.cameras.blokes. And another thank you to everybody that has downloaded the podcast over at Spotify, or Apple, or even Amazon. This week, we plunge into the dark world of the Yakuza, and follow a wandering musician who gets mixed up with the wrong crowd. Also, Ned learns a little bit about Sean's family history. Come hang out as we talk about the 1959 movie, The Rambling Guitarist. I want to watch Hubie Halloween just because after Uncut Gems didn't get him a nomination, he promised he'd make the worst possible film he could next <laughs> as revenge. And like, now I got to see Hubie Halloween, uh, knowing that, that it exists in the Uncut Gems mythos. That's amazing. Uh, one thing I'm going to open the podcast with is that I'm just very excited that Borat's uh, Borat impressions are coming back. Like, and I don't know if they are coming back yet, but I'm just very much hoping that with a, a new Borat film, uh, we get terrible like Borat impressions again. I miss yeah, that. That's that's a twist that 2020 just gave to us on a silver platter. Like we get a new Borat film. Yeah. Now, now like you're gonna have. <sighs> I just remember middle school and high school. Yeah, there you go. It takes you back, man. Yeah. It takes you back. My wife. <laughs> Shit. I, I was you did it. really you did hard not to die. Yeah, I was <laughs> not proud. Well, but we didn't see Borat, the subsequent movie film. Uh, we saw The Wandering Guitarist, 1950. Sorry, the, the Rambling Guitarist. Have I been calling it the wrong thing? Um, but anyway, the film, you know, it's okay. I mean, it's it's nice. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> you said, that that was that was a good setup. The Japanese name is Kitao Mota Wataridori. So let's just go with the rambling guitarist. Yeah, it is the rambling guitarist. So I've started off with a factual error in my fucking frenzy to get to a Borat joke. <laughs> I brought over the legacy of this film. But, uh, <laughs> and it's quite the legacy. Quite the legacy. I had not heard of this film until, Sean, you brought it up. Clearly, it's got, like, a following. Like, it's not some completely out-of-nowhere movie. I mean, I watched it in HD, so someone fucking fished it out of a warehouse. <laughs> somebody cares, right? Like, <laughs> clearly, the rambling guitarist exists in, like, some sort of pop culture space. I'd never heard of it. There is a reason we're talking about it, but uh, I think that's a little treat for the end, you know. Let's... Yeah, I, I think we make them make them sit through our analysis of this incredible movie. We we'll just skip to the end where I do another <laughs> great Borat impression. Uh, it's up to them. I don't know. I've given them incentive to <laughs> just skim it. Yeah. So the Ramblin' Guitarist is kind of a, it's a Japanese kind of Western. Yeah. About it, it, vagabond music man, a guitarist, 
who uh, wanders into town and gets kind of mixed up with a mob boss gang leader when he protects one of his henchmen in a bar fight. So, you know... There's a lot of going on, yeah. It's a tough guy film. He gets mixed up with the wrong kind of people, starts working for this mob boss guy, but the mob boss has got this whole thing going on where he's trying to push his brother-in-law out of his house so he can build an amusement amusement park. Yeah, so it's like a basically he's like Dr. Robotnik from Sonic the Hedgehog. Yes. Like he wants to build yes. Eggman Land. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so you know, the equivalent. The, the whole point is yeah. for tourism. It's, yeah. It's, it boils down to, to a very, tourism. like, yeah, it's a very Japanese, like, it's not for, you know, the power or the greed. It's like, no, we have tourists coming in and we just want to get their money. And I feel like this is a very Japanese henchman Yakuza kind of deal where, like, not about the drugs, it's not about prostitution or running illegal cars it's like tourism is really popping off we so can get into the, the stock yeah. market. The plan yeah. of the mob boss is to get the tourists in, which if he'd just waited like 30, 40 years, he would have found that the key to doing this in Japan is large, goofy cartoon mascots for every fucking precinct they have, yep. which is the, like the best thing. But now I'm wondering, is that like a Yakuza? <laughs> oh no, you just opened a Pandora's box of all these conspiracy theories I'm thinking oh, about now. God damn. Anyway, this rambling guitarist mixed up with a mob boss Mob Boss has family issues. The Rambling Guitarist is just a tough guy, but he kind of straightens everything out as he goes. You know, you might find out He's, a little bit about his past. Yeah. He meets characters from his past that might know who he is. There's there's all sorts of mystery and action and shit like that. And he plays the guitar and he knows like two songs, but they're good songs. So I... I, I plays I like them throughout the entire movie all the time. All and the, they're good though. They are the good. Time. They're yeah. good. Uh, that's the Rambling Guitarist. I Yeah, we will get into the the minutiae i'd say uh, off the bat like it's good it's like i didn't i it looks great like it has a fantastic visual style and i love this era of smaller late 50s early 60s movies that were coming out of japan because you had loads of great like smaller directors working and this is not a guy i'd heard of i forget that i've got the director in here uh buchi sato i sure you can tell me if i'm saying his name right so yeah it's interesting that in interweaving characters i like vagabond musician movies there are a couple of good ones of those and this is a pretty good one i'd say like it keeps itself from being kind of great because i think you might at some points have like too many characters in the works and the action is never like great like yeah, we talked the, about jackie yeah. chan last time so maybe <laughs> my whole bar is too high in my mind at the moment but no, I was going to say the same. The fight scenes are lacking, and that was probably the first note I had on the movie. But, like you said, we did just watch Jackie Chan, the greatest man to ever be on film fighting. So I think they get a pass in terms of not having the best choreography or even really landing any punches. Like it, it, th- oh, there yeah. are It's like you push with... a guy aside and he goes flying into the fucking post box, into the window. Yeah. They break so much glass in this movie just by lightly brushing a guy to the side. You know, he'll fly into like a bar or something. And, and, and that's why I kind of liked it, like in a, in a weird way. It but was, it's charming, yeah. It was, yeah. it was just like whenever you see a fight scene, you know, like people are going to overact and it's going to be entertaining. It's not like, 
it's not a good fight scene by any means, but it's it's a uh, it's fun. And I don't know. I think there's probably the other problem I had was five or six times throughout the movie, on top of there being too many characters, just random cuts that just didn't make sense. I think the transition wasn't smooth enough, oh, or yeah, yeah. the transition would be into a scene that lasted three seconds and then yeah, and there were like the- short twenty second scenes which was clearly trying to stitch yeah, like, the one exposition. scene to another. So yeah. yeah, the pacing was a little you know goofy, but it has like a, a charm of that era of it being like a smaller film. This came out before um, like black exploitation films, but it kind of gave me the same feeling of those wonky like. But it, it like it's it's just it's a tough guy film, and you have the yakuza, you have fights, you have kind of a love story ish, and yeah, it's it's good. Set in, set in Hokkaido, so... Yeah, time. Hokkaido, is that the place? Because the place is super cool. Like I was uh, just like, I yeah. want to go there. Well, yeah, the it's like a place. coastal city kind of thing. Majority of it is filmed in Hakodate, which is the biggest, uh, not the biggest, but it's the city furthest south in Hokkaido. That and is tell me, big. do they have an amusement center? It's not an amusement park. I remember now it's an amusement center. So I, do they have one of those? I'm sure they have a little something. we got to research that. The Yakuza are winning, man. I mean, yeah. you've got to get on the phone with the please <laughs> um, okay so so i think at this point like we've done in all of our episodes so far before we start spoiling we gotta we gotta give the, the audience a recommendation do, do you watch this movie oh yeah. yeah like i was saying it's pretty good i recommend it if you are into this era of like japanese films it's a bit of like a hidden gem just visually i guess i think like there are great shots that we'll get into of this guy just playing the guitar on like docks and yeah it looks really great I, I what i know is it's part one of like a nine part series so I didn't know. I saw. I saw that. So it's uh, on Amazon. It's part of like a three-part okay, uh, yeah. series of. I think it's Other. just that's a collection of the director's work. I don't know, but uh, I know that there are nine rambling guitar. <laughs> <laughs> man uh, so, some action film that is set in this world probably right yeah that kind okay. of thing so i don't know it's a recommendation i think like for me it's not strong it's not going to blow you away maybe the series kind of picks up or finds it's, it's pacing a little more as it goes i can say but yeah I'd, I'd recommend it as a curiosity and and there's something in there but what about yourself sean i'd, I'd say yes i'd recommend it i i like these films that have i'm just a yakuza film kind of same nerd so we should note they don't talk about the yakuza at all so this is this is our western view saying it's a yakuza right that's why i, I call him a mob boss it's a mob yeah it's yeah it's not, like, yakuza, it's not quite but, but uh, you, you get the idea they're in dressed up in suits and they're have a you know hierarchy in their game yeah. so and there's so. like a the, the story becomes quite involved so i wouldn't compare it directly to like a yojimbo which is about like a wandering bodyguard but i i just like the appeal of those like wandering henchmen for sale kind of people mm-hmm. and they're morally kind of ambiguous and Yojimbo's the perfect example of that and this is a fun kind of romp yeah but so uh, I, I I give it a yeah check it out uh it's not gonna blow you away yeah but but it's it's fun but Sean you've got like we'll go into spoilers now um yeah you know people die it's very intense sometimes I didn't even know who died I had to someone got shot and I was like who was she was <laughs> did he know her yeah yeah <laughs> uh, so there's a lot of that a lot of characters I don't know what there is to spoil there's no like big mm, there's twists a couple of things. There's, there's a couple of things okay sure take it away all right so so you know the the start of the film we see the rambling guitarist he comes upon hakodate and uh 
up. He's got a guitar and he's wandering around. He's rambling, apparently. Um, And uh, breaks into a bar. Now, the whole lead up to this is you think he's just kind of a a random musician who is wandering. Well, he's clearly like meant to be fucking cool as shit because he's got a sweet guitar wolf style leather jacket. (laughs) That's that's (laughs) true. And nobody else does. No one else does. So you know he's like. Yeah, yeah, he's on some other flow that nobody else understands. And it elevates into the quickest bar fight I've ever seen. Yeah. Things have come for like 10 seconds and then everyone's thrown down. Yeah. Uh, Among two white dudes, the only two white dudes in the film, they just. Sailors. Yeah. They're, uh, I'm guessing they would be like American sailors or Russian sailors because they're right in. uh, It'd be American, right? Uh, Well, not necessarily. I don't know. I I don't know what Japan did with the Russians. You're not telling me Japan got in bed with the Russians, right? No, no. I just mean those are two. Those are are two (laughs) Russian dudes and they're right next to northern Japan. So I I could see them coming over, having a drink and then fighting a bunch of rambling guitarists. Anyway, the the rambling guitarist falls into the the family of this crime boss. He says no at first. And then he says no at first. Sleeps in a boat. And then he he ends up back there. He says yes. yes. So (laughs) that whole the whole like 15 minutes where he's like, no, I don't do that. And then he's like, like, all right. He's like, I don't bully people out of money. That's not my gig. And he's like, no, I've got a special job for you. It's bullying someone out of money. I just want to be able to drink and do whatever I want. And they're like, you can do that. Just bully people. He says that like a couple of times. He's like, I want to be able to drink whatever I want. And you're like, okay, does the guy drink a lot? He never like, no, no he doesn't really have that kind of problem. Like two scenes where they're like, you can drink a lot. And he's like, <laughs> yep. <laughs> a shot. And then that's it. But he falls in like via, I think it's this mob boss's like daughter who kind of fancies him. And it's one of those like 60s era movie tropes of like she likes him but there's no discernible reason why she should like him it's like she saw she clocked him and writing women is is real difficult <laughs> so i guess she's into him now yeah. uh, she takes him shopping at one point and is like to be yeah. his uh she's like oh my dad said you could come and be my yojimbo the one word i know in japanese <laughs> uh, she he goes off shopping and like i want to go to this place is it real that there's like a car that there's like a sky car that goes up to a shopping center on a mountain i'm like that's yeah. the coolest thing i think there is a um because the view they have is still a, the view of hakodate it's like called the thousand lights view or some, something along those lines so there is a sky tram that goes up to it i don't know if there's still shopping up there but i'm guessing there's probably merchandising at the very least looks nice as hell uh but they're not up there for two minutes until she's like why are you like you are was it a woman what and he's like yeah and he's like where is she and he's like he, 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 she, she's 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 the, uh, up there. She's so far away. And he points to the sky. <laughs> it's uh, I, not maybe meant to be funny, but I was laughing. <laughs> like, it was oh. it was uh, great because he goes, he's a she's there, and then like the next shot's just a cloud. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't even point. He's just she's there, and then oh, was she an ass to an ass? What she did? <laughs> like no, <laughs> no, no, no. She's, yeah, yeah. That this is where the movie kind of starts. Like, like a hot a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So, uh, but the daughter's kind of like she's the whole dynamic of that scene is like oh she likes him but oh no maybe he has a girlfriend oh no don't worry she's dead like 
Uh, that's the kind of flow of that scene. There's another scene where he goes over and gets that money we were talking about from this guy's. So it's the mob boss's sister's husband who he yes. doesn't approve of because the mob boss was trying to marry off his sister in an arranged marriage, but she married for love. Are you thrilled yet by this this family dynamic? Because it's it, it's pretty it great. It gets tangled tangled <laughs> up real oh, quick. Gets tangled. And up. then then maybe my most favorite character pops onto the scene, and that's George. Oh, George is the coolest guy he's got a fat scar on his face he just he just rolling dice the dice scene i love the dice scene dice scene was great every scene with him and george was actually really great there's like they have a couple of shootouts where it keeps ending in a drawer and they're both really great and george is like i'm pretty sure i I know know this guy but i can't even remember like you were you were at a casino and then that's why I'm going to play these dice. And uh, uh, yeah, George is, I'm going to say his name wrong. He passed away this year, apparently. Uh, oh, no. Rest in but, peace, uh, George. Rest in peace, George. Played by a guy called Joe Shishido. And I've not seen him in anything else, but he's in like Branded to Kill, which is a pretty huge movie that is on my watch list. And, and I think he did a few of these like, you know, crime, these pulp crime kind of dramas. So I yeah, want to yeah. check out more Joe Shishido because he's really uh, probably the best part of this movie for me. Is He definitely is. He's George. Well, well okay. Yeah. There's, there's somebody who comes before him that's better. Um, Mm, okay you'll have to stay listening to find out <laughs> i know who it is uh, okay, okay. <laughs> uh yeah george is the second best part of this movie yes. uh <laughs> Uh, but then there's like a bigger deal so they're going to take the boat they just confiscated off the brother-in-law that the mob boss sent him to kind of hustle for money the dude borrowed like like a quarter of a million like pounds I I worked it out it was five like 500 million yen yen, or something which would be like 500,000 USD in 1960 which is like yeah I don't know what that dude the conversion rate (laughs) was borrowing like half a mil for his I don't know fishing business not sure what he does but he had a house he had a house which they're gonna build a nice like you know carnival amusement center whatever anyway again if this is sounding tangled because it is (laughs) so there's a drug deal on a boat which which the first attempt like there's a storm that interrupts it this is where george finds out he does know this guy i guess this is the spoiler of like oh the rambling guitarist was a former cop that shot george's partner in crime uh, but you don't know why. You know what? I, this That's I really like. I like yeah. this. This is good. Because you get to assume like, oh, perhaps his partner killed that woman who's in the clouds now that the rambling guitarist really yeah. like rambling guitarist name i think we've gotten like 20 minutes into this thing i don't think we even said it it's like uh taki right shinji taki taki's girlfriend in the clouds shot some guy's partner we put two and two together maybe but they never outright say like this is why i shot your partner which is i love it it's yeah, great yeah uh, actually my first thought was um the the partner george's partner was killed because you know it was just a, a cop trying to stop a, a person mm. you know trying to stop the villain and uh and that's all i because on the scene on the boat it doesn't really lead you to believe anything else other than he just shot the partner yeah uh, there's a scene later where it's like because the guy's desperate 
to know why right right why tacky shot his part he's like so why'd you do it like was it a woman and and but he never says and that stuff's really great that's good writing i like that i like the the little nuance there that's good it's it's nuanced like a a girlfriend in the clouds but then that drug deal goes wrong because of a storm i don't know there's so much going on they come back they come back to it again they go round two for the drug deal and this time the drug deal george is like i'm gonna kill you when this is over Uh, they had a couple of shootouts but they just shot each other's hands something you see in older films pretty sure doesn't work if you shoot someone's hand it's gonna blow your hand off i Uh, I think they're supposed to be shooting the gun they're like real sharp that's gonna blow your hand off (laughs) (laughs) either way it's not gonna happen in in real life yeah uh yeah so george is like i'll kill you after the deal they go for the deal but then the mob boss is like kill them both while you're out there and then pin it on them basically get the 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 whole idea was kill Mm. george and taki pin the whole deal on them because at the same time he has the brother-in-law murdered and that way when he goes to the funeral which also that scene the funeral scene is real hard the mob boss goes to his sister and is like sorry about your dead husband yeah oh apparently he died because he'd been drinking didn't know he had a drinking too much he had (laughs) like oh that's cold (laughs) yeah it was real cold and and then to pin it all on them and wrap it all up is to put it on taki and george somehow i didn't quite understand that but yeah here's where it all really fell apart for me was that the point of doing this drug deal on this on this uh on this acquired boat was that they were going to pin this drug crime on the brother-in-law to run him out of town so that they could build on that site so they could essentially foreclose right. his house because of crime but, then, but then they get the guy killed but for some reason the mob boss is still pretty keen to do this boat drug deal i uh, think we're missing something i don't know what it is but yeah there's some like there's a, there's there's a nuance there uh maybe he's just trying to run his sister out of town at that point i don't know he wants that house he's got to build that amusement center you know yeah. think of the arcade games uh i don't know did they have arcades in the 60s Probably. you know mm-hmm. pac-man's just around the corner it's, yeah it's gonna be big it's, gonna, it's, they, it's on the horizon japan's gonna take over the world with sony and uh yeah. all those great great systems and then but... the real tourist money is in those big fuzzy mascots have you seen Cheetan? that's that's I have you seen uh what's the bear kumamon 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 yeah and they some of them they were clearly running ideas like it's like a leak with a face or something yeah. uh, there's quite a there's one that's a a shrimp uh yes a shrimp uh oh no sorry a bird shrimp or something uh, yeah there's one what, that's what just a cloud and you assume someone's dead wife is is in there somewhere <laughs> it's all very fascinating <laughs> uh, so they go on drug deal it goes off very well it's the friendliest drug deal i've ever seen because you don't see it actually happen but you see them waving at the guys in the boat and they're very friendly it's Yay. like bye <laughs> like oh what a good no one crossed anybody they're just like here's your drugs imagine if drug dealing like breaking bad <laughs> ended in like bye <laughs> like waving I, out of a car Eisenberg's just like i'm the one who knocks and thank you for the drugs <laughs> do you know who i am like no it's hey bye thanks yeah, bye. for the drugs thanks for the drugs and for the money so yeah drug deal goes well then they have their final shootout but again they just shoot guns out of each other's hands or something or do they even this time i don't so at remember this time they were we're about to have the duel the hen- the boss's henchman fires at taki first he falls off 
the boat. George gets fired upon, but it cuts. And then it's this ending scene in the. Oh yeah, in the it's great. That's a great scene. That's a great scene too. There's a great that's, scene that's, where everyone's dancing, everyone's yeah. having a good time. Then in walks a henchman, just ominously, and everyone's quiet. Everyone looks up at him, and he just starts bleeding out of the mouth. And I think it's like the only blood you see in the whole yeah. movie, which makes it super effective because you're like, I didn't know there was any gore in this quaint like. <laughs> <laughs> Japanese western but he starts bleeding out of the mouth takes out a handkerchief you can see he's like bleeding out of the shirt and then he just falls face first and everyone starts screaming but it's the great panic and then after that oh, I, lo- so I wrote this down you hear the whistle that the rambling guitarist has been whistling the whole movie he and knows he's, two songs and he's whistling one of them he's whistling <laughs> one of them and he's walking down the stairs and the mob boss is like oh no just staring <laughs> as Taki walks down the stairs whistling his little song it's so good like the, those two scenes the the dice scene and this scene i wrote down because i just i enjoyed those a lot those were like my two two gold standard scenes right there if you can get me hyped like that oof. yeah no that was that was great that's what elevates the film to like yeah i'd recommend it because right, right. if those two scenes moment. weren't there you'd want to skip this yeah i think so but it's great uh he kind of does some bad fighting like he throws a jacket at someone and they fall on the floor and like back away he terrified misses a kick. he misses a kick at one point and, <laughs> and everyone the guy flies, back. flies away he, there's a there's a spot where i thought he was just i thought they're gonna have to cut it because he jumps onto that pillar that's like in the middle of the dance floor oh yeah and he, he almost he eats slips it. He, like, <laughs> he almost goes down but he saves it and then it just like continues and i was like oh they could have just like cut that but they just kept it in there which oh, was great was good chases it's the mob a- boss into his office then the mob boss's sister who i think has probably cottoned on that her brother killed her husband at this point because she i think it's her that walks in and shoots yeah, at him or yeah, something. Yeah. Uh, but he shoots her the mob boss does and and you know they, what a dick right yeah he <laughs> shoots, his sister. shoots his sister whatever and and then he takes aim at Taki, and Taki's like, oh no. Oh no, but then, then, my then boy. George, our boy George, George boy pops George, out of just, just torches him, just <laughs> coo, coo, coo. Uh, down goes the mob boss. And that's when, then the police are on their way, but George and Taki need to have their showdown, which is great. The, yeah. Another great scene. I like where- this. Yeah. They both place their guns down on like snooker tables and uh, they've got to reach for them quick and then have a shoot off. Taki gets there first, shoots the gun out of George's hand. That's his hat trick, you know, uh, yeah. and, you know, shoots the pool table a couple of times and then walks away ice cold. He's not killing George today. Uh, and obviously he's uh, the police come in and everyone else gets in trouble except for Taki, even though he's no longer a police officer. He seems to have some leverage or something. He's. he's- the police he knows are pretty the police chief somehow. It's almost the- like the police are out to protect their own, and this is a social commentary on fucking on the police state in the U.S. and yeah, the 2020s. Yeah, it's and okay. So the the reveal though prior to this is George actually killed. Sorry, Taki actually killed George's partner because Taki. And the partner had the same love interest, which was the woman in the clouds. Was it? Was that it? Was that, that what was, was it? Missing? Yeah, he he kills him because the the woman there's in kind the of clouds? a love triangle there. Yeah. Oh my goodness, that makes it better. Yeah, <laughs> so, I didn't know. Nuance, I didn't catch right? that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, missed that. I guess, you know, that's my fault. What was I watching? I don't know. I know uh, what you're watching. I, I think it's, 
it's time to reveal it. <sighs> so okay. the we needed to watch this film. Yeah. It's because at about 10 seconds into the film, you see a young gentleman, and he's got a horse cart. And the rambling guitarist is laying in the hay, and the horse cart is coming into frame, and you hear the gentleman go, Uriah! And then he wakes up the guitarist, and he says, Hakodate yo. And then he leaves the frame. And that man... <laughs> That man is my grandfather-in-law, and he did the <laughs> best job ever. It was Whoa. sick. Yeah, I was hyped. Sean is related <laughs> to this movie. Uh, I, I have a stake in in the score we give this film, so be ready, Ned. This is this is uh this is my uh. So <laughs> that's <laughs> that. This is your legacy. It's strenuous, but hell yeah! Like it's the first ten seconds of the movie. I'd seen the clip before, which is why. Like Sean was all hyped to finally watch this movie, um, and I guess yeah, we do only see him in like those ten seconds, but worth it, right? That's the legacy. That's yeah. And this guy, he's the what the grandfather of the is, is it the grandfather? Of... Yeah, it's my wife's grandfather. Oh, so sorry, you'd say it was you describe her as a wife <laughs> <laughs> I can't even say that laughing through it. <laughs> Uh, there you go. We got the reveal. Uh, you got the return to Borat. <laughs> Bring it back. Just start like uh, social gatherings, parties, bar mitzvahs. Uh, a bar mitzvah is a party. <laughs> uh, you know, office gatherings, Zoom calls. Break out the Borat impression. Your kids' it's graduation. Your, Your kids' kid graduation. Yeah. yeah, do that five times. Well, You'll well, be we were. <laughs> it's like, hey, it's Borat. I remember him. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah. I'm the guitarist. What would you give it out of ten? <laughs> I'd, I'd say it's a it's a six. Yeah, but remember that's nepotism talking, right? <laughs> <laughs> like Sean's related to this fucking movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd give it a, I, I'd give it a, a, a six to a kind of seven. I think it wins some serious points for like it does look great. There are some nice shots. Yeah. We there's there's a, an incredible shot at the very end where they have the uh, there's four people standing looking as the boat goes off as uh, Taki leaves, and uh, there's a, there's some great shots of George with his gun and. Yeah, uh, and great. talk with his guitar. So yeah, no, I, I like I give it a six because eh, I give it a six because it's kind of middle of the road, but mm. it piques your interest at least, and those like little scenes save it from being a five. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, it's it's good. It's also so it's part of that series, the Nikatsu Diamond Guys series, which Nikatsu is like I did a little research. It's the oldest film production studio in Japan, and then they have the Nikatsu Diamond Guys like box set or whatever it is okay it's this must of, be like their best performing yeah. movies or something yeah. uh, it's Blender. an arrow arrow right. produced it now which uh they're pretty good at um all, all my weird cult japanese movies are, are produced by arrow so they're pretty great at restoring this old stuff i am very grateful to be in the age where like everything gets a fucking blu-ray release like yeah. everything like yeah, for better is. or worse <laughs> it's on blu-ray just wait until we have some other technology that's gonna 
going to cost even more money. HDDD 4K DVDs. We've got 4K now, I guess. But, like, high-definition scans of, like, old reels of film that someone dug out of their attic. Like, that... I I think, like, that's peaked, right? Like, I don't need to see the Rambling Guitarist in fucking 8K 3D. Like, I saw Uh, it the best way. I'd rather see the first 45 (laughs) seconds of this film in HD 3D uh, smell-o-vision. Where... that actor can actually turn to camera and say, Sean, I approve of you of marrying my granddaughter. And he nods his head. Thank you. That's all I ever wanted. (laughs) It's your grandfather's approval. Yeah. (laughs) Sadly, he he passed away this year. and I'm so uh, sorry. I didn't know that. He he passed away this year, but um, I did get to spend some time with him. So that's good. And and the time we spent, I had no idea he was in this movie. That's incredible. I didn't know that. took my uncle in law to to tell me see and i thought the- i thought this was someone who'd passed away a while ago because it's like an old film <laughs> like yeah. i assumed when you'd said my grandfather-in-law's in this movie it's not someone you'd met that's crazy you met this guy yeah. and he never mentioned it never mentioned it that's insane he also kept calling me kyung kyung and not sean so that <laughs> that's probably what... also part of the movie and he didn't what? tell me he was in the rambling guitarist what does kyung kyung mean nothing it means absolutely nothing he just Aww. couldn't understand that there's this white guy in their house in Japan, and he's just like, you're Kyung Kyung. Amazing. Oh, well, then this one's dedicated to that fine gentleman. Uh, I, that fine gentleman. <laughs> you can shout him out. I don't know. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that in another episode. What? Okay. It's a, this one you don't even know. Wow. Well, there you have it. The Rambling Guitarist. What a reveal. Thank you for listening and hanging out with us this week. Just want to give a big ups to Julian Kirk for writing and producing our theme song, as well as all the touch-up on the audio. Go check out his band, Echo Rec, on Spotify and Apple Music. Why not give us a follow over on Instagram at lights.cameras.blokes. On our page, we announce all of our upcoming episodes and which movie we're covering that week. If you want to be part of the hashtag blokes movie club, give us a follow, tag us in your movie nights or DM us your photo while you're watching the movie. Maybe a photo of your dog with the screen in the background or photo of the cover of the movie. I don't know. Just just go follow us. Thanks. Have a good week. Remember, drink some water. Sean, if I can say something on the record, and I mean this in the friendliest of ways, because I I really like recording these, and I think they're getting better and better. I will say, though, I do think us describing movies from, like, recalling scenes in, like, sporadic (laughs) order is like hearing a movie. It's like watching a movie via, like, having a stroke. (laughs) Yeah. No, I agree. I mean it in the <laughs> nicest way because I I deeply enjoy this process. <laughs> but <laughs> but we need to find a way we of like structuring like, it. What point A B C D yeah. rather than like oh I forgot man. Oh and there was this, this one sister scene. got blown away like a scene ago man. Like, <laughs>